0: Hey everybody. It's Terrell here, otherwise known as Mr. Poe at all. Wanted to come to y'all this late Monday evening um, on a topic that I don't know I've been thinking about lately and especially over the weekend talking to a good friend of mine about addiction and I'm really hoping that God gives me the words in how I'm supposed to deliver this message. So, if y'all stay tuned um uh, I'm I'm going to get some things together and we're going to figure this addiction thing out. All right. Hey everybody, drill back again from doing some some brief research and um I'm just going to jump right into it. I, I, I got a couple notes down. Um, American Addiction Centers.org states that almost 74% of adults suffering from a substance abuse disorder in 2017 struggled with an alcohol use disorder. About And about 38% of adults in 2017 battled. illicit drug use disorder that that same year one out of every eight adults struggle with both alcohol and drug use disorders simultaneously. So I'm going to pause and for me that was a whole lot of information. I don't know about for y'all and I know you may be thinking oh well that was 2017. It's not right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that may be true. But the thing is, things tend to increase. Um, as, you know, cigarette prices increase, marijuana pr- prices increase, alcohol prices increase, you know, all different types. I mean, groceries increase. I mean, it's not necessarily if you happen to see my post on peacefully profound or just my 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 homepage um at ryan drill harris then y'all saw that how how personal this topic is to me and it's not just a topic, it's it's an issue that needs to be resolved. It needs to be dissected, and it needs to be re- resolved. Now, today, it's just me, myself, and I, and I'm, I'm really hoping and praying that I get some people on to, to open up, whether anonymous or otherwise, talking about their own personal addiction. Because what better testimony than from somebody somebody's mouth, you know, somebody else's heart. So to give y'all a brief personal lesson, um it is addiction is a it's a serious thing. Um addiction is if you don't know the word, in my own definition, it's the overusage of. So, for me, I had a time with lots of different things. Um, I used to smoke cigarettes. I started when I was 16 and I quit about three or four years ago. You know, praise the Lord. And I had a marijuana addiction and I started smoking when I was 18 and I quit the beginning of this year and you know it's it's one of those things where you, you don't want to admit that it's an addiction but when something rules your life I mean you are adamant and and Fierce about getting this, whatever it is, and you'll do darn near anything to get it, then that becomes a problem. It becomes an addiction. And a lot of people, you know, some may realize it, and some may be, quote unquote, into deep. And that's not for me to slight anybody because I know people who are in deep and it tears my heart because I know them so it's not only personal from my own perspective but from the people that I know and I had I had a pornographic addiction that you know being a single man and Truthfully, I mean never having sex. It was it was a it was a thing that I was exposed to as a young person and From then on out that was that was my drug. That was my fix I got to see what I got to see and then boom bam. Thank you, ma'am and close up and next thing you know, it's six seven o'clock in the morning eight o'clock in the morning And I've been doing, you know, it's one of those things. Addiction rules your life. Um, And every time I feel like I can best something, it bests me. You know, imagine addiction as, you know, a prize fighter. And you step into the ring, you know. And you're like, oh, man, I can knock him out. I I, I can do this. I can do that. And, yeah, you probably knock him out, you know, knock her out, whatever, if you're a female or, you know, whatever. I'm not sexist, racist, anything other than pacifist. You know, my word is to speak peace profoundly. So you may get into the ring and try to knock out this addiction. And then you think that you can do it. And sometimes you, I mean, you you best it. But there's always more rounds than just one. And for me, my biggest problem was it was an alcohol addiction. And it lasted for about five years. And I would tuck a little, you know tuck a little bottle under my pillow, or under my bed, and then I'd take, you know, a healthy drink before I went to bed, and it was, it was like my sedative, I would, you know, calm down, I would relax, and all of that, and I, you know, it would put me to sleep, and, you know, next thing you know, it, it just, it just kept on going from place to place, I started drinking more and more, and, It took me to get into the hospital after one, what I thought was one good night, but it was a terrible night, you know. I blacked out twice, and I'm not going to lie, y'all. I mean, on air, God is my witness. I done boo-booed myself, y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it's nothing to laugh at, like, oh, man, it's okay to boo-boo yourself because you're having fun. No, that's never okay. I feel like the only time is if it's okay is if you're a baby or an old person. That's it. Or, I mean, you just have uncontrollable bowel movements. I feel like that's the only time. But once you start making excuses for, oh, we were just having a good time. No. No. No, I did not have a good time. Um, I mean, I thought I did, but, you know, I I started drinking one type of liquor, and then I started drinking another type of liquor. And the next thing you know, I drank just about all four types of liquor by myself. Now, what happened afterwards, I can only tell you in bits and pieces, but uh, I tell you that it hurt. The next day, not only for the simple fact that when I woke up, I boo-booed myself. I was dry heaving. I tried to get in the tub, tried to cool down, try to heat up all at the same time. Ended up stumbling all throughout my house. Couldn't wake up my own family and, and, and just stumbled next door. And then as soon as my neighbor opened the door, I, I, I fainted. You know, yeah, I mean, that part hurt too. it it hurt too, but what hurt most is when I went to work, and, you know, some of the, some of the folk there, they're like, oh man, I heard you had a good night, it's like, what are you talking about, he's like, man, you, you don't know, I'm like, don't know what, and then he, He, she, they, I mean, it it was not just one person. I mean, they, they all pulled out their phones and they're like showing me videos of myself acting like a fool. And I was embarrassed and mad. But then thinking back at it, I'd only be mad at myself because I'm trying to be a host, a quote unquote good host, And I can't even keep my stuff together, y'all. So addiction, it's real. I mean, in every aspect, if you shop too much, it's an addiction. If you eat too much, it's an addiction. I mean, if you watch TV too much, y'all know binge-watching or marathons, as we used to call it. it's, It's an addiction. I mean, the key in all of this is moderation, I mean, it's not saying that, oh, I'm I'm excusing, you need to go, if you're smoking five cigarettes a day, smoke one, I mean, it may help you to quit, yeah, but I'm not saying that what you need to do is, well, if you're looking at five porn videos, no, you just need to cut it out, just cut it out, because you know, just as I do, that is running your life, is keeping you up, and we don't want that, you know, alcohol, you're drinking too much, you're stumbling, you know, if you're using, I don't know, heroin, and you can't seem to function, or, you know, sometimes things get real, and your your family starts to turn on you, or so you think, and, you know, friends do too, and, you know, if you have kids, they get taken from you, and it's just it's it's hard, y'all. I mean, I understand that it's hard to beat addiction, but I'm here to let y'all know that you can beat addiction. And if y'all give me a moment, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna close up this episode because, as y'all know, when I get on air, something's cooking. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and start my dinner for the evening. And then I'm going to come back to y'all with, with some good word of the Bible. And try to help y'all out in, in beating addiction. Y'all stay close. Alright y'all. drill back from break. And I went to the Bible. And I went to my daily bread. And I found something yesterday. And something today that stuck out to me. I hope it does the same for y'all. So I'm going to start out in reading a little excerpt in my daily bread. It starts out like this. Today's daily bread, October 21st, 2019, is entitled Law of Location. God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it. Genesis chapter 2, verse 13. Verse 15, excuse me, y'all. NIV. God created the Garden of Eden, placed Adam in it, and told him to work it. God said, be fruitful and multiply. It's coming out of Genesis chapter 1, verse 22 in the NIV. In other words, be successful. But notice, there's a, def- a definitive Sequence: First, God prepares a place for you. Second, He puts you in it. Third, He tells you to work it. Fourth, He says, I want you to, to succeed. This is called the law of location. You only flourish in the place where you belong doing what God has called and equipped for you to do. So, and I'm going to stop there, because, I mean, there's there's a little bit more. But that spoke out to me, especially the last sentence, and I'll read it again. You only flourish in the place where you belong. Pause. So, if you are where you are, and I know we're talking about addiction, and this week I'll be talking about the fall and rise and, and, and how to overcome it and you know things of that nature but in that it spoke to me because you only flourish in the place where you belong. So where you're at now it might be the place where where you are and Ideally, it's the place where you belong. So, profoundly, don't let that time pass away by doing something that's hurting yourself or others. Because what I had to learn is that it's not about me. Me speaking about addiction isn't about me getting all of this off of my off my chest, off my shoulders, my heart, you know, yes, it's, it's helping to speak about it, but there is somebody out there somewhere that will hear this message, and will hear your message, your testimony, and they'll say, wow, they made it, or I'm not the only way, one that's struggling, but I see them trying to do better, so, when I when I read, when I read, you only flourish in the place where you belong. To me, make the best of your situation. Doing what God has called and equipped you to do. That second part is not to dismay you like, oh well, God has me a drug addict, or a sex addict, or whatever, and I'm just going to be okay with it. No, that, God didn't call you to do that. I, I, I mean, I'm not God, but I feel like God. God takes you through things. God will use different people, different avenues to take you through your life to get you to where you're supposed to be. In turn, that's the same. It's not for you to be like, oh, well, I'm just going through the avenue. No, hear what I'm not saying. Hear my heart. I want you to know that even though you may be contempt in or content in, in the fact that, you know, whatever your addiction is, Because it's not to point fingers. Like I said, I've been there and I still struggle myself. So I'm no better. I'm not trying to pretend that I'm better. I'm just saying, hey, you, friend, you're not out there alone. You're not out here alone. The only one struggling with this certain thing. And what helps me is speaking or writing. I'm a writer and I'm a speaker. So those are two things that help me my 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 thing in that is you have to find what god has called you and equipped you to do and it's not how to roll a blunt it's not you know that's not the the thing that i, I don't i don't feel like god's like all right i'm going to make this beautiful person and their talent their gift is how to Da 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 da. No, like I said, y'all, I'm not pointing fingers. I I just I'm trying to shine the light in the best way possible, and and give y'all some some truth. As I said, I'm peacefully profound. So if y'all have any questions, any comments, you you just want to talk, please send me an email at peaceful and profound. That's P E A C E a n d p r o f o u n d dot artist a r t i s t s at gmail.com and we can talk about it i mean we we can we can sit down we can talk about it you can message me it doesn't matter um but my thing is and to close it up this is just the intro to the series and i'm really hoping that that, that more people are going to, to hear my story and open up. Because for me, and I was at a cafe today, and I was speaking to two ladies. One of them, I, I happen to know, hadn't seen in a while. But the other one, I didn't. And we're just sitting there talking. Now, we got to talking about all different types of things. And the main thing that stuck with me is how sisterhood and brotherhood are two different things. Now for me I have brothers and I have a sister. And yeah, I I get the fact that you know we go through life and you know we get busy, da 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 da. But the gist of of it is for my sisters, y'all y'all stick together, I feel like. I could be wrong. I'm not a female but i feel like y'all stick together for us brothers i feel like we like i got your back but only if you really 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 need it i mean like really don't don't just call me because you know your head hurts you know and i feel like that's wrong i feel like that's that's killing our kind you know All kind, mankind, womankind. We're supposed to have each other's back no matter what. You know? And you may sit and you may think, oh, well, I don't want to hold somebody else's hand. I mean, I feel you. I don't necessarily want to hold somebody else's hand either all the time. But I also don't want my hand to be left cold. And y'all got to think about that. Like, seriously sit down and think about you know, if you are the person that is battling addiction or you know somebody that's battling addiction like I do, it's one to say, oh, OK, well, I'm not going to deal with it. OK, I know it's, it's it's hard to see your family member, your friend, your spouse, whomever it is, whatever the relationship is in that struggle. But there are ways to help them without coming out of pocket and saying something that you're not that you're not meant to say or you you didn't even mean to say or you weren't even trying to say because y'all know when when we really feel some type of way about something, about somebody, and I mean I mean in the sense of if you love somebody, because love is an addiction too, and I'll get to that you know sometime during the week but when you love somebody and you you really care for them doesn't have to be physical sexual but you know you care for them enough for their well-being then no matter what you should look out for them now there are times that you got to step back and like all right you know god i see that you know i'm not the vessel you know and what we're going through right now in a series at churches, we're talking about reaping and sowing. And not in the sense of I mean in every sense, but we haven't gotten to the you know the mottoed sense of well you reap what you sow, you know. No, it's more of this is how I I, I got the message. Some people are planters, some people are waterers, some people are gatherers, and some people help you rest. Now, all throughout your life, you're going to find these people, and you may not know, but sometimes you never get to see the harvest. You never get to see the gathering of their blessing, them coming out of their addiction or their struggle. And that's okay, but you have to pray about that. You still have to pray. Don't give up on that loved one, that, that whomever it is, because you think, oh, hands up. Oh, whatever, well, a lost cause. No, if you already writing them off, then, I mean, what's the point? I mean, you shouldn't have even went this far. But you should never do that. You should never do that. I understand what what you've been through. I've been through a lot too. With myself and other people. Believe me. I have. So my message to you. From me. Personally. Sincerely. Everything with a L Y at the end. Is. Adversity has a way. Of pushing us further when in fact adversity should be the converse the sense that gets us to communicate more the sense that makes us feel like okay well I can't do this alone man you know I need some help you think about it when a fire breaks out at a building one firefighter doesn't come with one little hose, man. He doesn't come with the water gun. What's that going to do? I don't know how. it. It's about four, five, six, eight, twenty 20 of them. Stacked. A whole truck full of firefighters. And they get out. Bah, 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 until that fire is gone. You know? And yes, sometimes people die. And yes, sometimes people get hurt. But that's a part of life it doesn't mean you give up because you got hurt it means you keep trying and you heal the hurt people have problems with leaving hurt alone when you leave hurt alone it's like a a, a, a coal on a grill that's just waiting to be burned and I don't know if y'all ever burned, reburned, an already burned coal but it doesn't work y'all it doesn't work. It doesn't work the same. I mean, you may flip it, and it may, you know, make a little noise, a little sizzle, like, ba-da-ow. but if you're trying to cook a whole burger on one already burned coal, let me know how that works. Y'all let me know. And I I, I mean, I guess I, I shut up, but I don't feel like it's going to work. One of my favorite verses, I don't remember the where it's coming from. But I do believe it's from Proverbs. Iron sharpens iron. And if you're my friend. And you're listening to this. I hope you're smiling. Because you know I done said that like 50, 11, 34 times. You know. Y'all know. Iron sharpens iron. If you don't understand that. I scratch your back. You scratch mine. There's so many different ways of saying iron sharpens iron. You know. How strong can one person be if they're left alone? My point is, no matter the addiction that you are going through or have gone through, don't, I just say it how it just came to me, don't waste your talent because you feel like, well, nobody's going to understand me. Look, it took me a lot just to get to where I am right now in this moment. 15 minutes and 24 seconds and counting to this date, October 21st. It took me a while to get to publicly speak one, but to tell the world, tell myself out loud that I battled with pornographic addiction. It took me a while. And I really feel like. And if y'all just heard my phone ringing, it's my mom because, you know, that's, hey, I'm not in a studio. I'm at my house. I'm on a couch, you know, sitting next to my dog. And right now I'm chilling, but I'm feeling some type of way because it's this is a personal matter to me. Y'all don't waste your talent. The whole point of my business, peacefully profound, is to find people. Not in, I didn't say not one type of group. I said people, to find people who love to spread peace, spread joy, spread love, who love to, to make art and don't even sit there in your couch, in your bathroom, in your den, in your car, wherever you're sitting. You could be sitting outside. Don't sit there and tell me that you don't know how to do any type of art. Everybody know how to cry, how how to color. Y'all know what crayons are. Everybody know how to write something. You know, we all have a gift. We all have a gift. God doesn't waste talent now. He doesn't he doesn't just I'ma just throw them no, nah, we ain't dummies like the Power Rangers, man. We we not the, the, the ones that just we just out there just to get beat up. No. Nah, we fighters. We are natural born fighters. Now that doesn't mean go out and start knocking folk out. No, nah, don't do that, because then you're gonna get thrown in jail. And I don't want this to come back to me because it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. Alright? But my point is we all have talent, we all have a gift use it, find it, pray about it, you know. My last thing before I let y'all go for this evening. I'm going to read this this verse from 1 John chapter 1 verses 8 through 10 in the New Living Translation. If we claim that we're free of sin, we're only fooling ourselves. A claim like that is errant nonsense. On the other hand, if we admit our sins, make a clean breast of them, He won't let us down. He'll be true to Himself. He'll forgive our sins and purge of us, of all wrongdoings. I may have butchered that last part, y'all. I'm trying to make notes on on my tablet. Like I said, I'm not professional at this moment. But bear with me. Get the message. He'll be true to himself. He'll forgive our sins and purge us of all wrongdoings. If we claim that we've never sinned, we out and out contradict God. Make him a liar out of Make a liar out of him. A claim like that only shows off how ignorant, only shows off our ignorance of God. Now, look, y'all might have to listen to that four times just to get what I just tried to say. But basically, what I'm getting from it is you can't fool God. You can't. So don't try. I've been there. I was like nah i'm I'm not gay, yes, I am. I know what I like, nah, I'm not addicted to 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 alcohol. uh let me pour another shot nah i don't you know, I don't have problem with eating meals, bruh, if y'all know me, I got a bottomless pit of a stomach. I will eat and eat and eat and eat and eat, and I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes, but it goes somewhere. So, and this is just talking about addiction. I mean, we, we really get into it, but I don't want to keep up your time because it is getting late. But my, my, my focal point of today's and the rest of the series message is you can beat addiction. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, for everybody out there that has any type of struggle, whether it's addiction, fear, anxiety, no matter what it is, only you know, Lord. I thank you for this time with your people, God. These are your people. We're hurting. God, help us to come together as one, a unity, strongly united As a peaceful people, not as a race, a sex, an age, not as a demographic label just to be stapled on and ripped off when convenient, but God, as a people, help us to help each other for the greater good in you, Lord Jesus. I ask you this and I thank you for your time. Amen. Y'all, have a blessed night. Peace.